This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Good morning. Welcome. Thanks for joining me. This is uh, Chris Witz and Morning Devotions. It was back in October 1991, the Reader's Digest had an article called It's Not My Fault. And Pete Hamill coins a word that I hadn't seen before called victimism. Victimism. It's what happens when we blame other people for our problems. So if we persist in blaming, then we won't take responsibility. And uh, I want to say this morning, don't play the blame game. We need to own it and name it and avoid the shame. And that's what happens when you blame other people for your problems. And I guess we've all done that. It's a way of explaining why life hasn't worked out the way you want. Well, I have to blame somebody. You've been treated unfairly or you've ended up on the short end of the stick, as they say. Or you've been dealt a lousy hand of cards. You're a victim. So that's how you get through life, by blaming other people for the bad things that happen to you. It was J.K. Rowling, the popular author, who said once there's an expiry date on blaming your parents or for steering you in the wrong direction. The moment that you're old enough to take the wheel, responsibility lies with you. And that's fair enough, isn't it? Isn't it the case that too often we make excuses for ourselves by blaming other people? It was George Bernard Shaw who once said that people are always blaming their circumstances for what they are. I don't believe in circumstances. The people who get on in this world are the people who get up, look for the circumstances they want, and if they can't find them, he said, they make them. And you know that sometimes people even blame God. And Proverbs 19 verse 3 from the scriptures say, People's own foolishness ruins their lives, but in their minds they blame the Lord. And I've heard it said, as maybe you have, God, why are you allowing this to happen to me? It's all your fault. Well, actually, it's not God's fault. It might be poor choices that we've made. Um, Ronald Reagan was the president once of the United States. He said, we must reject the idea that every time a law is broken, society is guilty rather than the lawbreaker. It's time, he reckoned, to restore the American precept that each individual is accountable for his actions. And I like that statement. This blame game that I'm talking about today has been around since the beginning of creation, actually. We see it in the book of Genesis in the third chapter of uh, the first book of the Bible there. Adam and Eve broke God's command by eating the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And when God confronted Adam with his sin, Adam said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me from the tree and I ate. So from the very beginning, Adam tried to pawn off the responsibility for his sin, the woman that you gave me. That's what he said. So Adam shifted responsibility for his sin. And then ultimately to God, the woman you gave me. So there he is, blaming God. The blame game. And of course, today we're still caught up in that. Something happens, it's somebody else's fault, not ours. Well, I think we can be very clever putting the blame in someone else's shoes. It's an easy thing to do, isn't it? It's an easy way out. And it's easy to play that game, the victimism role that I mentioned. We don't have to take responsibility. It's always somebody else's fault. They're doing it to us. So when blaming others, you're actually handing over the responsibility for your own happiness to other people because your happiness depends on that other person. It really means that you're saying, I'm not the director of my life. And if someone pleases you, you'll be happy. If someone fails, you blame them. Jesus said, I'm with you always to the end of the age. So he is with us. And in Matthew chapter 7 in the New Testament, Jesus talked about the speck 
Why do you see the speck that's in your brother's eye and you don't notice the log that's in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, look, let me take the speck out of your eye when there's a log in your own eye? You're a hypocrite, Jesus said. Take the log out of your own eye and then you can see clearly. So Jesus said that there are two realities, judgment or condemnation or giving and forgiving. So we need to be merciful. Jesus said, just as your father is merciful. Dear Lord, we don't want to play the blame game. Help us to be true and honest in dealings with others and ourselves. Amen. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.